Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. We are Glitterball. 14 queens stand before me. The time has come... For you to lip sync for your life. Wait, 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 wait. That's not the point of this show. Hello and welcome to Drag Race Time Machine. It's time for us to meet some queens. This is Drag Race Time Machine. Ah, yes, the Drag Race juggernaut is well rested from its festive break. And here we are yet again to meet another new crop of queens. This time it's for season 14 of the original Drag Race franchise. That's Drag Race US, just so we're clear. And I think it's time we get stuck in because we have, what, 14 queens to meet? So let's get to it. But in case you're new here, I'm Ross and I'll be your guide on this draggy adventure as we jump into our cute little bedazzled time machine because, let's be real, there is enough drag race that you literally need a time machine to cover it all. So here we are. Get comfy and let's talk about some season 14 queens. Before we get too stuck in here, I feel like it's just worth pointing out I am literally only basing this opinion off of the small, short snippet we are seeing of them in the interview chair for Meet the Queens and the reveal runways. I have not done any digging. This is not a reflection on the drag queens as people. This is literally just critiquing and sort of pondering on their Meet the Queens moment. So no disrespect or anything is meant by any of the comments made. It's just here to have some fun and talk about drag. It's not that serious. Let's start with our resident Puerto Rican queen, Alyssa Hunter. Ah, yes, Alyssa. Inspired by the one and only Alyssa Edwards with her drag name. And I really like her. 
I think she would be one of the queens I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of, but she comes across as quite personable and quite entertaining. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm curious to see how she does in the competition. I do have many, many questions as to whether the brief for this uh, confessional interview moment was superhero because she looks like she's gotten lost on her way to a cosplay convention, if not. But I really like her and I thought her outfit in the reveal was one of my favourites as well. So I'm curious to see how she does in the competition. I don't think she's going to do as well as Alyssa though. Just a hunch. But uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting character to watch for sure. Up next is Seattle's own Bosco. Now look, I like Bosco. I found them very entertaining in their Meet the Queen's interview. I don't... I didn't feel the reveal look. I was like, eh, okay, eh. This is a little, um, just basic and boring. And I was like, okay, next. But I found them really enduring in the interview. So I feel like they might be more of a personality, reality TV side of the contest queen. So I, I feel like I could really enjoy them, but I'm not so sure whether they'll bring the looks. And again, this is all based off first impressions. So I could be completely wrong, but that is half the fun, my loves. Next up, it's Diabetti. Okay, I'm going to be blunt here. Maybe it's because I'm tired when I'm recording this, but... I hear Diabetti and I just go, white noise. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think my problem with Diabetti is they're coming across in the Meet the Queens interview a little like Crystal Method 2.0. And not even 2.0, just kind of like Crystal Method revisited. And I'm like, you feel a little too similar to your own drag sister not drag mother because she was a pain to say not drag mother but this is just the initial impression I get from Diabetti I'm hoping they'll bring the personality and be good for the reality TV side because I like their meet the queen's look so hopefully they can bring the personality and some good looks to the competition because at the moment all I'm hearing is white noise and seeing Crystal revisited and I'm like, okay, we've seen this next. Boring. Blunt. But uh, look, you're not here for me to sugarcoat things, okay? I'll be nice. You're not here for me to sugarcoat things. So let's move on to our next queen. Up next is Deja Sky, who's wearing... What I can only describe as a cross between a cream puff and a parachute? Uh, look, it looks nice, but I'm just a bit confused. I'm like, what was the brief here? Don't really know, unless it was yellow and pink, because that seems to be like a reasonably running theme, I think. But look... No, you know, the hair, the hair, though, in this outfit looks like something from Whoville, but that I'm here for. Um, and, okay, I, I have to be real here. I will try and be as polite as I can. 
but Deja's Meet the Queen's interview is making me want to go to bed. Look, it is late when I'm recording this, but I'm just like... Where's your personality? I feel like you have a great personality, but you're not bringing it in this interview. You're a people person. Great. You can make people feel like they're the only person in a room. Great. Give me more, love. Give me more. You ain't bringing it. So let's move on to our next queen. Our next queen just happens to be Jasmine Kennedy, who I'm just going to call it looks like a James Charles knockoff. In the, I'm sorry, I look at the face and I just go James Charles. I know I'm not the only one that said it, but now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. So that's, she's going to be known on this podcast as James Charles for the, practically the entire season, poor thing. Um, but look, a little, a little, um, a little basic. I think it just kind of, that Valley Girl aesthetic that I don't really jibe with personally. But I like the look for the uh, Meet the Queens interview. I, I thought that was cute. So hopefully we'll get some good fashion. But I'm just like, now that I've seen that you look like James Charles, I just can't unsee it, love. And I'm sorry. But hopefully there's a little personality behind the eyes there because at the moment she's just reading it as a bit of like plastic valley girl. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we've seen it before and we've seen it better. But I do suppose that's actually a fair fair uh, thing to raise at this point. I feel like we are going to, as the seasons continue to just sort of vomit themselves out, these queen, it's going to take a lot for a queen to stand out, I think, which will be interesting to watch to see whether it's just a problem with Meet the Queens or if it's actually... Um, the queens and how they've casted each season. But let's move on to our next queen. Next up is Georges, or as I think she's going to be known on this podcast, oh my God, how many times can we hear someone say, oh my God, in like, I don't know, three minutes, because they really spliced together one hell of an edit of the oh my God's. And it's just the start of every sentence. I'm like, have you got any other vocabulary, love? Having said that, though, I look, I like Georges. I think the name is fascinating and bizarre. But I think they're going to bring some quirky personality, unlike some of the queens that we've mentioned just previously. And... I think they I think they'll be good to watch fashion wise, reality TV wise. So I think that was definitely a good pick, but he's hoping that George says more than oh my god all season, otherwise I might have an aneurysm. Up next is June Jambalaya. Now I really like June. June was one of the queens that kind of jumped off the screen at me. One of very few this season, I'm just gonna be blunt. Um But the looks have been great. That reveal runaway look was fabulous. Arguably, I think the best of the runway. And then again, with this interview look, has I think slayed it. And we're getting personality. Like, oh, excuse me, we're getting personality. Like, who puts mustard in their noodles? What the fuck? No. But uh, you, you know, aside from that, seems like a fun queen. 
Um, so I'm really hoping that she'll go far in the competition. Hopefully uh, they don't give her an early out edit. Fingers crossed. I haven't seen the spoilers, so no, I don't know. Kerry Colby is our next queen to be plucked out of the vending machine that is season 14. And do you know what? She's another queen that just jumps off the screen for me, much like June Jambalaya and somebody else we'll meet in a moment. She's one of the queens that uh, just jump off the screen for me. And I think she has a great personality, very polished, very pageant-esque I think, but also not afraid to just be blunt and be themselves, which is what I love in a queen, really. Like, don't try and come in being the villain of the season or some other other fabricated bullshit because it's going to either... You're going to get that edit and then be like, oh, God, what did I do? Or you're going to be shown as not being true to yourself, and which is worse. Hmm. But... That is not the case with Kerry. I think she is full of personality. And can we just talk about this interview look? This is one of the very few interview looks so far that I cannot take my eyes off. It is beautiful. And I'm like, you wore that for an interview? I think it actually, now that I've come to think of it, and I'm going to go and check this, so I'll be right back, um, might be her promo look. But I'm going to go investigate. I will be back right after this break. Do you want your Drag Race recap uninterrupted? Well, come and join us on Patreon, where you can get these recaps ad-free, plus bonuses and ad-free content from the rest of our catalogue. The Glittery Galore tier is only $3.50 US and $5 Australian each month, and it helps support the content that we love bringing to you. Plus, as a subscriber, you get to submit questions for the subscriber-only question and answer podcast that'll drop each quarter. So come and join us and get a Glittery Galore of fun. And, my loves, we are back meeting some queens. And, yes, I can confirm, Kerry's uh, promo look is the one that is used in this Meet the Queens interview and the runway. So, uh, just to to finish that thought on Kerry, I love her and she's definitely one of my standouts and I can't wait to see how she does in this competition. But let's keep the train moving and meet some more of our lineup. Hmm? All right, let's talk about Cornbread the Snack Jute. Now, Cornbread is one of those queens that just kind of jumps off the screen. One of very few in this cast, I'm just going to be blunt, but I adore her. One of the only Meet the Queens that I was laughing out loud pretty consistently. And I think, and I don't want to have too high of expectations here, but I really think she is going to be the personality of the season. She is adorable. I love the story of the name with the woman and the cornbread. The the explanation of not doing numbers over three minutes and 30 seconds because she can call a ride service and get out, get the money and get out. I love it. It just... Personality of the season right there. And I really, really hope she goes far because very strong um, top three, top four vibes straight out the gate for me for cornbread. So I, I have high expectations and I hope I'm not let down. But fabulously campy, 
look as well. So I'm curious to see what else she brings to the runway. And again, I think that was her promo look as well. But let's keep it pushing and meet Lady Camden. Lady Camden is a queen that I, uh, I have mixed feelings about. I really want to like Lady Camden, but there's just something that feels a bit canned answers for me. I liked her response to not uh, driving with conflict. That made me laugh. But otherwise, I'm just like, this feels like you've just been fed a bunch of lines by the producers. And I, I, I don't really feel like I connected to the person behind the drag, which is what I'm really looking for in these moments. And it uh, just felt a bit, I don't know, contrived. I, maybe I'm being a little too mean here. And if I am, my apologies to uh, Lady Camden. And she could surprise me this season. So, again, this is all just first impressions, but... Uh, I'm a little let down. I do like the look, though. And again, it's the promo look for Lady Camden. I think it really suits the Willy Wonka of it all uh, promo theme. But yeah, not overly jiving with Lady Camden just yet. Next is Maddie Morphosis, the most controversial queen of this entire season. Because in case you haven't got the memo... Metamorphosis is the first cisgendered straight male drag queen to be on RuPaul's Drag Race. So a lot of controversy in the community, but putting that aside for a second, I have to give props to someone who goes to the effort of painting their entire head bright pink. I mean, come on. That's pretty that's pretty cool. Aside from that though, I don't really love the look. I'm just like mm. Okay, sure. You look nice, but I'm I'm not I'm not wowed. Although, as I say, I do appreciate the effort of painting yourself bright pink. So for that, you know, there's a there's a credit where credit to due moment. But I like I like Maddie in this interview. I think they're personable. I like the the talk of sort of being in the middle of nowhere and sort of what that entails. And I do think it's interesting their viewpoint on what they can bring to season. Now, I guess the big question is, will they go far? And that I'm not sure about. Now, it could be a case of get the public talking with this casting and Maddie could be an early out or Maddie could go all the way. I can't really pick it. They seem personable and I think it it definitely has the fandom talking and that is good. But I'm not I'm not sure whether Maddie will will go super far, but I guess it depends what they bring because they've shown some range with their reveal runway walk and uh, this look, which is the promo look as well. So who knows? They, they they could go far. Maybe they won't. I'm not sure. For me, that's kind of the fun of these Meet the Queens is I get to kind of throw around some predictions and then we can come back at the end of season and be like, I was completely wrong. Or, no, I got it right. So I guess we'll see. Our next queen is Orion's story. Do you know what? I really like Orion. They seem very chilled. Maybe a little 
stoner-ish, if I can say that. Okay, it's my show, I can say that. But you know what? I really like them. I think they're going to be fun. I think they have a chill but still eyes on the prize mentality. I like the story of the drag being a homage to their mother. I I just think they're going to be a little bit of fun. Do I think they'll win? Uh, I don't know. I I don't see it at this moment. I could be wrong. But I think they'll be in amongst the mix of kind of personalities of the season. They seem fairly distinctive from what we've seen. And as as I've said previously, there's only a few that are like that. So, yeah, an interesting choice. I like the promo look. I like the reveal look. I don't really have too much to say about Orion. They seem nice enough. And I think they'll do well. That's about it. So let's keep it pushing and meet our penultimate queen, Willow Pill. Willow is from Denver and I love this reoccurring presence of drag siblings or drag families with uh, Willow being the drag sister drag child and in her words drag dental patient of Evie Oddly who won season 10 I love that there's a running theme of like connections to the broader drag race universe I'm really into that Willow seems really really fun I love her incorporating her chronic illness into her drag and I'm really curious to see how they play out her story on the show I think it'll be interesting to watch She seems like a ball of energy, a little kooky, a little weird, which, you know, I love a weird queen and a quirky queen, so I'm here for it. And I'm excited to see how the producers show her and her story on this show. I think it'll be interesting to watch. We have one more queen to meet, and we will do that right after this break. I know you'd prefer these recaps ad-free and you can get that and much, much more by joining us over on the Glittery Galore tier of our Patreon. It is $3.50 or $5 Australian each month and you get these recaps ad-free, hot takes on each episode of Drag Race right after it drops and you can submit questions for a quarterly Patreon-only question and answer podcast, plus exclusives from the rest of our content catalogue, such as Glittery Get Up, and so much more coming this year that I can't tell you about just yet. But subscribers will get them first. So go over to Patreon and subscribe if you can afford it, or if not, just share the link, which is in the show notes, and help us grow the glittery goodness for you. And we are back. It is time to meet the last queen. I nearly had an aneurysm. The last queen of our batch. And that is Angeria Paris Van Michaels. Or, as she's told us, we can call her Angie. I really like Angie. I think she's a ball of fun. I'm loving seeing this Generation Rue being expanded from... Crystal Versace on Drag Race UK Season 3. It's really interesting now to see a bunch of queens that have grown up with the show being on the show and kind of their excitement for it. She is personality plus, 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 plus. 
I mean, ma'am, she is going to be one to watch. Her drag is really interesting. It's a very pageant. She she looks very doll-like with her features and how she paints. And I'm really curious to see what kind of fashion she brings to the runway. I think she's got the personality enough and the fashion enough from what we've seen to go far. So I am just going to put a pin flag something in the ground to be yeah you're going to be one of the top four I think so we're going to look back and I'm going to have like six top four queens who knows maybe we'll have a top six I don't know but that is it for our meet the queens episode of drag race time machine next time you see me we will be recapping the first episode of Drag Race US Season 14. And I might have some other surprises up my sleeve. We'll see. We'll see. But until then, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or share it on socials and use the hashtag Drag Race Time Machine. If you have any thoughts and opinions, you can leave them in our Instagram comments, which is at we are glitterball. And I will see you very very soon for the first proper episode where we'll recap season 14 of US Drag Race and uh, yeah as I said maybe some other surprises too much love speak to you soon my intrepid drag race time travellers this podcast was a Glitterball production immersive audio experiences to boost your shine we are Glitterball 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.